Today on the Solo the Explorer podcast, me and my co-host have a little banter. We find out how his 2020 has been so far. We also talk about what it's like dating as a minority and his thoughts on open relationships. And we're live in five, four, three, two, one. Today on the Solo the Explorer podcast, we have my psychological sister from another mister, brother from another mother. He's a singer, stage actor, rapper, songwriter, and he's recently a brand ambassador for Virgin Hotels. Yes, someone gets him his water and picks his fruit out. He's also a self-proclaimed musical prostitute. He's Monk Fu, also known as Monk. Welcome to the Solo the Explorer podcast. Hey, 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 Chad. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm so, so, so excited to be a part of this. How are you feeling? Good, good. Thank you so much, Cookie. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you. Uh, I'm doing right, well. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> it's, been a long, it's been a long time, baby. It's been a little bit, you know, a little over. It's been a little minute. A little minute, but I wasn't counting or have a time or anything. It's been a few years. Um, now, yeah. <laughs> what have you been up to? I mean, happy COVID-20 or 20 covid teen. Uh, what right. have you been up to? How was your right. quarantine and, you know, how's your year been? Wow. 2020 has been quite a whirlwind, as you could probably say the same for yourself. Um, well, I went on an international trip with my brother. Where you go? Uh, we, we went to, uh, my brother and I went to Cuba for about, about a month and a half. Did you swim there? Something like that. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I meant to Cuba. incredible. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes, I swam there. Um, that's what I meant. Um, <laughs> That's what I said. That's what I said. That's what I said. That's what I meant. Um, but yes, that was an incredible experience. Got to be there for the new year, spend my brother's birthday there. Then got back. I moved to a new city. I moved to Nashville. Ooh, and Nashville. Yeah. Yeah, Nashville's cool. And my brother was living there, is lives there. And then a tornado hit. Oh yeah. My yeah, it was really bad. It was really bad. Really fucked up my neighborhood. We lost power for like a week. The power came back on my birthday. Then three days later. Thank you. Then three days later, lockdown. So that was like March. So I just I was in the house, kind of solitary, confined. Thank God I live with my brother because you know I like a I like solitude, but mm-hmm. that much solitude probably would have did a number on the girl. Right. Um, yeah. Because you it's it's probably difficult because you said you went from basically vacation to moving to or relocating to Nashville to then- absolutely. And you said you were there for what three days a week? Yeah. Tornado hit, then lockdown. You yeah. know, are you still in Nashville right now? I'm not in Nashville right now. I just moved back home to Florida. Ooh, with um, the rest of us swamp people, welcome back. Yeah, yes, you know, with the idiots. With the idiots. I mean, because you can see us. that we're fucking everything up down here. You know, fucking everything up. Fucking if IDGF, up. if IDGF was a person or okay. a thing, or. It, it, 
Yeah, it would look like the gun chain. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, what was Nashville like? Because I could only imagine, you know, you move somewhere and I've kind of been in that similar situation. You move somewhere and you're so confined and unable to enjoy, especially a city like Nashville where it's beautiful. It's very artsy. There's a lot of live music. It just, yeah. you know, it sucks to not be able to kind of uh, explore all that. Or were you able to? Just because I know each state is different in, you know, what it is that they were doing during different phases or during the uh, lockdown or quarantine yeah so that was the 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 cool thing about nashville is that it is beautiful like you said tennessee is one of the most beautiful states mm-hmm. i've ever been to there's a lot of nature things to do with hiking and which i really enjoy so i was able to do that a little bit but as far as getting out and nightlife i didn't get the experience that as much just more intimate settings and meeting like you said there's a bunch of music and musicians yeah. and a lot of people Pretty much everybody I met played an instrument and oh, wow. kind of exploring music a little bit too as an artist, like using my voice. I like to sing. And so I can't sing. Well, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm not, like, <laughs> it sounds something like that, but don't put me on the spot right now. No, 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 I won't. I won't. But if you would like to, you know, if you want to, if you, you know, no, uh, if you could, uh, if you would like to give us a little something, you don't have to. Um, uh, well, I, I'll, I'll do that. I'll do that plug later because I, I'm, I'm, I'm actually working on some music. So, oh, like self-written music. Yeah, 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 for sure. Wow, so he's a he's a writer now to add to that resume. Yeah, um, yeah, we're gonna debut it at some point. You know, I sing. I debut we you yeah woo. singer, rapper, songwriter, choreographer, dancer, um, yeah. actor. You, Actor, you got a resume, boy. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Philanthropist, you coming? When are you coming out with your own fragrance? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, twenty twenty fucked that up. It was supposed to drop this year, but, but we're gonna put that on pause. March, probably, right? March, March, some spring, spring, spring next year. <laughs> so, but yeah, um, yeah. So other than like just seeing the sights uh, and the nature of Nashville. Were you able to see any, like, anything monumental or historical in Nashville, or at least, you know, I know you said you got to meet a few people who play the instruments. Did you get to see, like, Music Row, or at least, I mean, I'm sure somebody was, I know it's not New York, but I'm sure somebody was singing outside or on the street or outside of business or anything like that, because that's what I love. Oh, no, it's it's really really not. No, it was so bare. And the good thing about it was I had, I'd visited, I'd been to Nashville before, mm-hmm. so I, I did experience that, and like going down to Broadway and seeing like all the lights and the shops and things like that, and musicians and all the music. But then now, when I have a chance, I had a chance to really get into it, it was just desolate. And I would just ride my bike around downtown, you know, and nobody would be out. And I didn't get, and I know there's good food there, and that's the thing Ooh. I'm most disappointed about. You know, oh, the, the food, getting getting food. They got that southern cooking. They really, and I mean, it was <laughs> okay. <good. laughs> that oh boy, you well, you know, at least with all this being said, you at least you got to live there for a little bit, and you can go back and experience other things that you aren't able right. to experience right, the right, next time right. that you go up there. You know, that's true. And I might move back. We'll see what happens with the world. But. Right, which is very oh. uncertain at this time. But, you know, hopefully there's some light at the end of that dim tunnel. Were you, yeah. wh- how else did you spend your uh, quarantining time or 
uh, were you making, I always ask people this because I know it was a hit and, you know, mm. at least we could still talk about it before it gets uh, bought out by an American company, but were you TikToking or as the kids say, the TikTok, oh. or are you becoming a master chef? Oh, girl, I'm way too grown for TikTok. You know, I, <laughs> I, I see them things and I'm like, I don't, maybe there was something that, How'd I do I'm that? sure there's something that I did in my, mm-hmm. I'm very young, but in my kind of adolescence that somebody was like, I could never get on board with this, these little kids. But TikTok is that thing for me. Like, I don't get it. I don't want to be a part of it. <laughs> I have a homie that all he does is, I swear, it's like, he just sends me TikToks. And I'm like, this just doesn't register with my soul. It doesn't make sense to me. I don't like these dances. I'm not into it. It's not for me. Y'all can save it. Quarantine. I was doing a lot of personal development. I was oh, trying to wow. stay okay, good. Trying to like stay off of my phone as much as possible, which I was very unsuccessful with. I mean, I painted a mural in my room. Wow. Really oh, that's beautiful. Um, yeah, it was, um, you can check that out on Instagram <laughs> if you want. Yeah. Um, I, like I said, music and then just working on different artistic abilities that I have neglected and have kind of been insecure about. And so shedding that, those inhibitions and just coming into your own. That's amazing. So t- all that to say, fuck TikTok. Fuck <laughs> TikTok. Well, I mean, there's some funny stuff on TikTok, but to me, it's just, it's another Vine, you know, minus, except, oh, okay. Vine. except Vine didn't take your uh, personal information and sell it and stuff like that. And it's not. Fun. Oh, right. Right. T. Um, right. <laughs> and it's not, you know, <laughs> you know, the U.S. national security or anything like that. But, My you know. Constitutional right. <laughs> <laughs> My constitutional rights. Stop it. Uh, <laughs> I think about the mask when you say that because it's so funny. I think one of these things that's like, it's just one of those lines like, they, they, they you know, people say they weren't even wearing masks or no one had a mask on, right. you know? And I'm right. just like, oh my goodness. Like, I feel like that's just become such a thing. Like they weren't wearing masks. It's almost like mm-hmm. they weren't being responsible, you know? Um, right. <laughs> you know, like, it's just like, I don't know. It's not funny because it is it is for the safety, but it's just, I guess it's the conviction in people's voice is what gets me. It's almost mm-hmm. like, you know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? It's, just it's like, so, so astounded. It, you know, like, they won't wear a mask over there. I'm not going to go hang out with them. <laughs> you know, it's like, right. you know, but they were doing everything that, uh, you know, and then some, but you were hanging out with them then, sharing that dirty needle or drinking off that drink uh, when they know they have their hurt on the lip. Or, no, not uh, me, but I'm just saying people in general, you know, <laughs> you know, you'll do all that in the above, you know. Um, okay. And then some, but oh, they, they won't wear a mask. <laughs> they won't wear a mask, you know. I like um, the people that wear the mask um, over I, their mouth, but their nose is exposed. <laughs> I'm like, girl. Don't you inhale? Everybody inhales through their nose for the most part. For the for the vast majority of us, we're all inhaling through our nostrils. Mm, she might be breathing so, through her ears and her ass. Who knows? Okay, sure. <laughs> she's, she's talking out of the side of her neck. I can tell you that. <laughs> so you're saying she she's not talking out she's not talking out of her ass. She's talking out of mm-hmm. her neck. Mm-hmm. Come on, neck. <laughs> Come on, side talk. Don't be talking to me sideways. This <laughs> that's bullshit. Man, that's too funny. Um, I mean, but that's good, though, all in all, that you were able to find some solitude. Because I think a lot of people with, at least that's from, from what I'm seeing, I feel like a lot of people 
during the quarantine were just very down. They weren't really sure what to mm -hmm. do. Some people took the time and they were just depressed. I took the time to just mm. eat. And uh, some, people <laughs> fitness, right, some people were on a fitness journey and finding solitude. I was on a fatness journey, you know, oh, um, <laughs> to see how big I could get and then be like, okay, I'm gonna lose this weight now because <laughs> I feel like shit. You know, there's that. And then, you know, but a lot of people were starting up, you know, little startup businesses just to do a little something on the side. Mm -hmm. And the thing about that is that right now, if you're getting a few sales or whatever that or a little attention in, and it is whatever it is that you do later down the road, if you keep with it, and even though it's a little side hustle in the few years, mm -hmm. when the economy does make a comeback like Britney Spears, you will be able to flourish Amen. and grow. And <laughs> you will be able to flourish and, um, and, and excuse me, you will be able to flourish and grow and expand your business and be more profitable. And then you can leave yeah. your little nine to five or whatever it is job that you have. So I think people sticking with that and starting something. You can leave that nine to five right on the shelf and just enjoy yourself. <laughs> right. You know, you could do, leave that on the shelf. Leave that for the birds. That could be for the birds. All right. You know, you know so, so for me, a big thing I thought about as well in quarantine was that, like you said, a lot of people were depressed and I had my days as well where I was mm -hmm. just like, oh my God, is this even real? You know, I'm like, is this really my life? Is this really our lives right now? And it was mm -hmm. and it is. Um, but what I tried to remember is that I'm not this worker bee. I'm not just this member. Like, I don't want to be classified or boxed as this only as my career and that yes. I have no sustenance or I have no life if I'm not working. You know, people don't know what to do with themselves. They're like, I'm bored. I was like, really? Read a book. Like, I love reading. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, there's no way. If somebody just told me that I didn't have to go to work for three months, I would be like, bet. I have so many things that I want to do. And I think that's why I got so many projects accomplished is because, oh, damn, there's pie. Sorry, my sister just said. <laughs> anyway. What kind of pie that is? Okay, I'm about to go find out. But um, anyways, there was just, I ha there was so much space for me to be able to focus and also not be focused and remember that I am more than how much I can produce for somebody right. or how Absolutely. much content, you know? And it's like, if it's your passion, then go for it. Right. But don't, but also don't kill yourself if you're not exercising, like you said. Like, I definitely... I'm still eating my ass off. Like, I don't see it. Where's it going, girl? I'm, t I'm, I'm trying. I'm really trying. I'm really trying. It's just like nothing is happening. Nothing. It won't stick, girl. It just won't stick. <laughs> she. It won't stick, but she's trying to be thick. She's trying to be thick, but she look like a stick. Ooh. <laughs> bars, bars. Slight, slight bars. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you, you know, I know you said you were with your brother for a quarantine. Mm -hmm. were you, you know, that name moved to Nashville. It's a new city. Um, were you booed up with anybody? Were you, you know, did you see trade? You, you know, any of that, <laughs> you know? Okay, so no, for a while it was no. And there was a little shorty that I met. Ooh. And, um... I have a very cavalier attitude towards it sometimes when we talk about like dating apps and things like that. I'm just like, I'm not ever taking it serious. Now, um, one second, not to interrupt you, but before you get started, yeah. I just want to know, now, <clears throat> what is, you know, because I know people change over the years and stuff like that, and I have another podcast where I'm talking about labels and stuff like that, but mm -hmm. what is your preference? Or what do you identify as? And you don't have to label yourself, but what do you, you know, what's your, what are you picking? My orientation, I guess. 
Is that what you're asking? Yeah, or, I mean, because I don't, again, labels, but yes. Right. I would, if I had to, label myself as, um, like, a pansexual person. Yeah, a human. I I love everybody. Yes. I've loved everybody, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, and I want to continue to love everybody. But I love me some niggas. (laughs) You know what I mean? I love a good, I love the male body, if I should say. I don't know. Maybe that's fucked up to say. No, it's not. I'm not not trying to be, like, transphobic because I love my tea girls and my tea guys. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like, a a lover of everybody. But you got to stimulate my mind, for real. Absolutely. Um, So then, so I'm sorry. So getting back to you were saying about, you know, you you don't really take the apps too serious. Is it specific apps that you were having trouble with or feel like you weren't really catching anything with? Or is it, do you feel like the people on the apps? Mm -hmm. I think it is, okay. So now that I'm admitting this to myself, I guess Mm -hmm. it's like a moment of desperation where your flesh is just like, uh, you could just feel up on somebody, somebody, you know, you want to be have some contact with another person. Yes. You know what I mean? We all right. have those moments. When we all need that. Touch me on the shoulder. Exactly. Tell me I'm pretty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, just to like push my hair back about, you know, kiss me on the neck or something. <laughs> I don't know. Hold my hair back when I'm... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Pull my hair when I'm... Never mind. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let, me ga- let me gather a little... What do people say? They say... Um, let me gather my ponytail together, gather my thoughts. That's what I said. <laughs> okay. Period. <laughs> so anyway, met this little shorty. Uh, we ended up kicking it, hanging out, mainly just smoking. Okay. And, a little companionship. And, mm-hmm. Right. And we and then we eventually started like messing around. And it was the only person I was talking to um, during COVID. But it was kind of dodgy. And it wasn't really like I said. I didn't take it serious. But I don't want to say I caught feelings, but. It is what it is, and I guess I did, because I just know that as a, as a bad bitch, you should treat me as such. You know what I mean? And I just felt like he wasn't doing that. Oh. And it was pissing me off. Like I'm very, I'm not only am I like very attractive, not to sound big headed, mm-hmm. but I'm also brilliant. Yes. And you're actually kind of stupid. Oh. <laughs> Ooh. He got any yeah. meaning? Let me stop. Hmm. Any manies? He ain't got no manies. He ain't got no more manies than me. Ooh. <laughs> I'm about to say, put that hand out. Put something in it. <laughs> okay. Uh, if he was running, if and now I understand, I really understand why the city girls be like, just pay up or shut up. Ooh, amen. For real, for real. Because all these niggas do is talk to her. All they, they do talk. That's all they do is fucking talk. All they do is run their goddamn mouths. Talk I'm about so some death. Talk about some death. Talk about some sucking for the back. Two little balls for the back. Taking me back, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, an insider from way back. <laughs> from way back. Wow. Fuck some 30 means. You said we were talking some 30. <laughs> Yeah, they don't even. They, they don't want that. They don't want that. They don't want that. They don't want that. But so now, was this you found uh, this this person in Nashville? Correct. <clears throat> right. So I think it was demographically challenging because really 
a lot of people that I would even converse with on the app just seemed really, our ideologies are very off and there's just no way that I could entertain them sexually because the things that they say are just so dumbfounded or would have me dumbfounded really because of the ignorance. And I'm just like, wow. But they, and, you know, and they'd be like, damn, you're so fine, but you're so right. stupid. You say some dumb shit, right? You say some dumb shit. You need to go stand over there by the Vanderbilt and see what you can catch. Uh, a white boy, and I'm not having it, sorry, personally. Mm. Not a, we can get into that if you'd like, but it's just, I do want to fuck a white boy, but I don't can't, I don't think that God right now in my life has that for me. You said something along the lines of, you know, not dating a particular race. But before we get into that, I just I just want to just walk us down a little bit of like your brief dating history, you know, the kind of people that you have dated um, and stuff like that and where they fall demographically and your expectations. Okay, so I've had only a few true relationships. I would say three. Oh, okay. um, I, ooh. Maybe some people are going to be upset hearing this, but it is what it is now. They know the truth. All of which have all been Black people. Okay. I just I just think that Black people are just so sexy to me. They just look good yes. in all shades, shapes, forms, genders, expressions, all of mm-hmm. that. Um, but I've courted or entertained or what some people like to refer to as talk to a lot of people. You know what I mean? I, I don't mind conversing with people, testing waters and finding compatibilities, those types of things. Of t- outside of your like typical standards of what you look for in a person preference-wise? Yeah, just to see. Okay. If, I, I don't know. I guess I kind of do it to see if people will surprise me, you know? Yes. Keep my, perk my interests even more than just a curiosity, you know? Yes. Um, yeah, so uh, my last relationship was for about... We were together for about five months. Okay. Which is really short and like in my in my eyes. Mm-hmm. But it was very telling. It was kind of everything was seemed we did things very hastily and it kind of wasn't grounded, I would say. Okay. In a in a good space or on anything you know, substantial. And simultaneously at the time I met the, that last person I was well when I met that person. I was also dating another person who I was with for about two and a half years or two years. And we were in a in uh, an open relationship. And that's when I met the, the other the other person. But that relationship was really good. It, it, I think I learned a lot. Obviously it was, it was, it was two years is a, is a substantial amount of time. It is, absolutely. And with somebody, you know, and we were really close and we still are very close and have a deep love and respect for each other. But mm-hmm. we just had to insert some new boundaries. Absolutely. That that made sense, you know. Okay. Before that, before that, I was just kind of, I had a very, uh, and it's still a, a very still standing, but a very long whole phase is what a lot of people refer to it as. Oh yeah, we've all had that. You know what I'm saying? We, we've all been 21 and it was hard to believe and I yeah. miss it, but we've all been right. 21. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Shit, 18, 16, 18. Okay. Speak, speak, speak for yourself, girl. 11. No, let me say. <laughs> I'm weak. No, but yeah, seriously, you know, so. And then the last serious relationship I had, or the last, my first, my first love was like high school. And that's it. I'm not that old child, you know what I mean? Really? High school? 
Child, you know who I'm talking about, but I know, I know. We don't gotta say no names. We don't gotta say no names. It's not like that, but okay, yeah, well, okay. Hearing the L word, but also hearing that um, time period, I'm like, oh, okay. I didn't put the two and two together. Like I knew there was, you know, I know we're all young and stuff, the infatuation and the liking, but I just didn't know it was mm. equaling. Well, that but, situation was from about our sophomore year till I was about a freshman in college. Wow. Yeah, on and off and fight after fight and all that type of shit. Wow. Yeah. Okay, yeah, we don't got to go, you know, down that road. Um, but so then... And it, but that honestly scarred me because I was like, I'm not doing this again. You know, I was like... Wow. I was like, nah, I mean, I, I'm just going to... I go to an all-boys school. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, I'm about to turn up. And then that next year, that's when I that's that's when I actually that's when I lost my virginity. At what when you wait, wait, uh, uh, hold hold on. Mm-hmm. What what? Wait, you said that's when you lost your in college, which I guess you know you you you're yeah. a good Catholic or excuse me, good Christian uh, or you know not to label you, but you, you better than me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, I just not ready for that i was very scared yes of for like a lot of reasons that i've come to terms with now Mm -hmm. um but and then that like it's not fun when you know you're hanging out with your boyfriend in high school and he just keeps pressuring you to have sex like every time oh yeah that's right you know i'm like kids be so grown in high school thinking they grow grown i'm like girl i just all I do is I just want to go to theater. I just want to go to art. I just want to right. go home. I just want right. to keep my girls. Like, <laughs> why are you trying girl. to dig in my? Right, you just you, you, and you trying to dig in my coochie like we're grown and we're not. <laughs> but no, I I feel you. And it, 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 just thinking back to those days, kids are supposed to be so innocent and stuff, but they be. But I get it. Hormones are raging, and I get it. And trust me, I wanted to, but you know, like, I don't know, it's just in the, in those times, it's just like, I just, and I'm glad I have that, have that self-awareness where it was like, yes. I know I'm not ready for this. I'm not ready for this. Like as much as, as horny as I fucking am, it was like, there's just no way. There's right. just no way. Right. Oh, uh, okay. Since we didn't say no names, I can say this. <laughs> and I had, say the I had, name, say the name. <laughs> I, um. I had seen his dick before and I was just like, there's no, there's no, I wasn't, and I just was not into it. I was like, there's just no way we're gonna, like, even if it's, you know what I mean? I'm just not like attracted to it. But wait, so with that being said, are you saying that you felt that that person was like a bottom? I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, I mean. All that hype and all that talk for this? What else to do with that? And it's not even, it's not, I don't know. I, I'm not trying to make it a size thing, but. No, but you want to feel something. Wait, wait, wait. His pinky finger. <laughs> <laughs> Is it, I don't feel nothing. What, what, stop poking me. What, put, get your finger out of there. That's not my finger. What, what's it then? Am I, am I here alone? <laughs> child, child, go in that top drawer and go get that thing up there. What? I feel you on that one. Okay, right. It's like no, I'll wait. I'll definitely wait. I'll definitely wait. And my thing is, he would just never even entertain 
like me trying to get in his cheeks. I was like, but I like, we'll get into that later. Right. As, yes. But that's, that was like, that's like a big, that was, and it still is like a big hurdle as far as like sex. And yes. that's where I had to just recalibrate. Like, okay. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so moving on. Yeah. So, so with all that being said, now going back to what you said uh, earlier or a minute ago, you said that you, you know, and I don't, you know, I, I don't know what it was verbatim, but you can please correct me if I'm wrong, that you wouldn't date somebody, or not that you wouldn't date. Well, I'll, I'll let you go ahead and say it. Okay. Well, I don't think there is a way for me to seriously, not yet. The divine spirits have not really revealed it to me yet. It's the only way I can say this because I don't want to say that I'm not <clears throat> susceptible to this. Mm-hmm. Like right, right now, I don't think there is a way that I could like have a white partner or like that. There's what? I'm sorry. That I could have like a like a white partner. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is it is it because you feel like they wouldn't understand the things that minorities go through? Yeah, oh, for sure, uh, absolutely. There's there's so much to unpack there, mm-hmm. and there's so much to my expectation from jump is just so high because if you like, let's say if, if a white boy is to approach me and be like try to spit at me, try to get get try to get at me, mm-hmm. one you absolutely. You have to be a fucking ten. You, you have to be fine as shit. You can't be half stepping coming Ooh, into me no as a white boy. You know okay. what I'm saying? That's just one because that's the first thing I'm gonna see is your face. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then two, you have to be. There's just like a lot of anti-racist unlearning that you have to have done. Yes, and you have to be. You have to be. 10 times smarter than me. And I just haven't met a white boy with the range yet. You know what I mean? That could understand the nuances of my my life and my experiences, you know, to kind of meet me at a place to even engage me. And I don't know, it's just contextually, culturally, there's a lot of, not even like, oh yeah, you're white and I'm black, but there's just like- Because there's certain things. And it's just, you know, know, because people, I don't want it to be a very white and black kind of thing, but it's just in any culture, uh, yeah. outside of somebody's culture is that it's just there's so many differences that you have to accept people do certain things differently people mm-hmm. don't celebrate certain holidays people mm-hmm. you know there's the whole I know some people won't understand it but there's a code switching thing there's understanding right. that person's culture and taking it for what it is not just because you can't just date somebody and just you're not just I'm, I, I don't right. want to say you're just dating them but you have to you know you're, you're meeting their friends you're in their family you're part of the holiday mm-hmm. around certain types of people and you know certain types of things and if it's making you feel uncomfortable then maybe you dating somebody like this isn't for you and i think what the difficulty and in in like understanding these interracial relationships is that it's not like i hate anybody that's in love you know what i mean i don't that's not me but there is a it's not a case by, it's not like case by case. It's like, I'm not this way. I'm not this way, but it's like, you're not doing, I don't, nine times out of 10, the average non-black person is- When you, okay, I'm sorry, go ahead. The average, like, average, like, yeah, the average white person is not like teaching or having or perpetuating anti-racist and like anti-black. Like, or they're not like having those conversations with their, with their counterparts. And that's, that's the, that's where the, the undoing comes yes. from, you know what I mean? Yes. It's like, I, I totally understand. You know what I mean? And it's like, I'm not here to, I'm not, if we're supposed to be in love, yeah. or if I'm supposed to love you, I'm just saying educate part of you. it, yeah, like, I, like, that's not my burden. Like, you can read something on your own. Right. You can 
you can hold a Zoom call with your with your friends. Like you can you can you can do all types of shit. But I don't expect me to be the bearer of all of like all of it. You know what I mean? So it's just yes. it's just a lot. And I had an experience where the lot um it doesn't matter. It was it was fairly recent, and um, I met this dude. It was a white dude, and we started kicking it. And mm-hmm. I felt like he felt like I was just like complaining but he would guys it and be like oh no i'm like trying to understand D-d-d-d-d-da. and he was also kind of would pressure like kind of wanted pressure me to do certain things like or like you know sexual things but like come on da 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 like no i don't know we gotta have this discussion one no i can't do that because i don't know how you i don't know if you understand why you're attracted to me and that scares me and he just, his mind was blown. I was like, I don't know if you're, I'm just like, just some jump off. Right. You know what I'm saying? And you're just like, oh, I've never had a, I've never had a black boy. Yes. You know what I mean? And you need to look at that within yourself before you try to jump in my panties. Right. But, ooh, before you try to see me between now and now. Right. You know what I mean? It's just, I don't know. I'll definitely agree with you on that. And I think just in any culture, and I've noticed even too lately, like, you know, in the black culture, the Latino culture, whatever, or, you know, any minority that's, you know, different is I feel like, uh, and I had to ask myself this too, you know, and I feel like I probably have experienced it a time or two, but, you know, I don't ever like to feel fetishized or, or like, yeah. uh, you know, I'm like, um, or people are just fascinated or fantasizing over me. You yeah. know, it's like, if you are interested in me, be mm-hmm. interested in me and getting, wanting to know me, not BBC or, right. you know, or, or, you know, excuse me, or you, hooking yeah. up with somebody just because, oh, I haven't, you know, hooked up with a Latin guy before. I haven't hooked up with a black right. guy before. I haven't, you know, been with an Asian or a Middle Eastern or, you know, whatever it is, right. you know, do it because you, you're like, oh, okay, like, I th- have more substance to it, ideally, yeah. you know, don't okay. just do it, just do it. And I think that's what, I've had my own issues within dating as a, a man of color, just kind of going both ways, you know, yeah. because me, I always tell people, um, people are like, oh, you like, you know, this kind of guy's like, actually, I said, actually, I don't. I said, I'm oh. not going to sit here and one, let you ostracize me and, and, and this goes into another podcast and label me as the type of person or the people that I date or what I'm into, but I'll sit up here and tell you, I have hooked up with or have talked to on a dating app, whatever, went on a date with almost everybody, Uh whether they were black, whether they were Asian, whether they were Uh Middle Eastern, whether they were missing an arm, whether they Uh were in a wheelchair. I mean, I just don't care because I'm there for that person. I'm not there for what they look like. Of course you want to be attracted to somebody, but I'm not there because, oh, I've never, you know, mess with the person with one arm, let me just cross my list right. off. You know, let me just get them off my list really quickly. And I think that is the problem. And I absolutely agree with what you're saying. Some people just say, you know, they, they get over that infatuation. Oh, I'm talking to somebody who is of this descent, but they're not willing to take on everything else that comes with it. Right. And that's what it was with him. It, ultimately, we, he tried to ghost me. And I was just like, you know, I get it you weren't expecting me because of how he was introduced to me. Mm-hmm. I think he was just expecting one facet, like just right. this one monolithic version of me. And then he found out that I'm like, not that. 
or I'm more right. than I'm more I'm more than that. And yes. You know, I was like, I get it. You don't want to do this, but you know, just think about it next time. You know, and that's just uh, you're you're right. Like, we have to be a little bit more conscientious and empathetic to the person, and that that that's what it is. But you got to look at yourself, and that was my. It's just hard because back to like just not only how the issues I I find mm-hmm. for myself around dating, about being like short and um, like young looking and dark skin mm-hmm. and you know what I'm saying all these different things and the way I've been approached. So it's been mad disrespectful sometimes. Like some niggas has been so completely out of line. And really? in, a, in a lot of ways, just, yeah, you know, it's just, I don't know. I just, I personally wouldn't come at somebody like that if I was trying to get to know them. Even right. if I was just trying to fuck, like, I wouldn't say, right. like, that's still not the way to do it. Take me to dinner. Let me get a few drinks, something. Okay. Respect. What? Or just, throw, or just throw a stack. You know what I'm saying, man? <laughs> Money. Uh, Pins to make cut dance. Pins to make cut dance. So let me so I'm sorry. No, I was just about to start singing a song. Oh, okay. Well, let me hear it. What is pussy talk? English, Spanish, or French? You're all dollars and cents. Yeah. If he <laughs> don't make money, it don't make sense. You that nigga ain't had that money. He ain't seen me since. Right. <laughs> he really hasn't seen. That oh. nigga off, and my nigga chicks got bigger. <laughs> The city girls really know how to let people know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Now, with that being said, so you have, you felt like you have had some difficulties um, yeah. dating as a man of color. Yeah, I really had. Um, um, maybe it's my own trauma. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's like, and I'll speak candidly about this because I feel like it's important for people to tell their stories authentically, but, yes, you know, reflecting and having my own, like, Having been sexually assaulted before, oh, and I'm sorry. like, no, it's all, it's good, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I'm at peace with it, but um, just those different types of things and how you engage with people moving forward after those types of experiences occur, and how you trust or how you don't trust or how you try to build trust, and um, all those different types of things. So, um, and then on top of that, <clears throat> being fetishized and. Yeah, that's being um, yeah, yeah, it's like it's just it's just deep, and I just I just feel like there's people always got some some they got something up their sleeve. Oh yeah, they always I've you know I I've noticed too, especially on that one app that I hate, yeah. um, that one app, you know, <laughs> um, the grind. So mm-hmm. you know I I I hate and it's just for again for anybody being fetishized like i'm not just some piece of meat that is just gonna here to get your rocks and then granted i know that's what that episode mm-hmm. where i guess i'm speaking to other apps too i i totally agree with you it's 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 hard because people i feel like do have hidden agendas yeah. but then and i feel like and you know i can i'm not speaking for everybody but i'm sure some people can agree with me that in the past some people have probably tried to force certain things to fit their narrative of a person um in order Absolutely. to make things work because 
they, and I'm speaking for myself when I say this too, uh, were trying to fill some sort of void. And in the end, you were feeling, you actually were being, you know, fetish and fantasized over and that person just kind of had another agenda and that was pretty much it. Yeah, that's a good point because, you know, we're all guilty of it. Yeah. We've all done it, I think. It's just for me right now. And what it, what it has always been about is like, I'm trying to find uh, some true intimacy with somebody. Yes, absolutely. You know what I mean? And niggas can't even say that out loud a lot of wow. times. And that's like heartbreaking because a lot of people want it and a lot of people absolutely need it. But there's just, we haven't found a way to connect with ourselves besides you know, a physical thing. And I think that's a, that's a, that's a downfall for a lot there of is, men. Absolutely. There is a difference, and this is for anybody of any gender or sexual right. orientation or preference, but there is a difference, and I know it's a long time ago, in between, and I think people do get this confused, but there is a difference between sex and love. Mm. And people seem to get those two confused. Yeah, because I've had a lot of sex. And no love. Okay, girl? Mm-hmm. And no love. A lot. Ooh, a lot. A lot. But there's only been like a very few times where even like when I was fucking a nigga that I was in love with and uh-huh. that I loved. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, this doesn't feel like love sex. Yes. Yeah. It's like sex. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, just feeling that void, getting that instant gratification and on yeah. to the next and next. Have we all been there? Mm-hmm. But sometimes, and there's been some some gems and there's... Ooh, that that have been that have gotten away where it's like, damn, if I can have this all the time, Ooh. this is Ooh. what this, mm-hmm. But he got a wife. Let me stop. And three kids. And three, and three kids. One just graduated too. One, just, shit, one was in my class. He <laughs> is hot. Oh, this tea is hot. Ooh, that shady peeping cat. Let me stop. So, <laughs> let, me ask you, let me ask you. So now, do you have any thoughts on uh, dating in the gay world? You know, are there certain things that, you know, you're not about? I know you did say um, that you were in an open relationship previously, but also, too, I feel like the dating scene, and I could be wrong, is a little different in the gay world versus, or the LGBTQI+. plus. A, mm-hmm. B, C, Y, one, two, three, world. Amen. Uh, right. Because right. um, something's always getting added on, which we're, we're here for. We're, we're accepting. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there is, uh, it, there's uh, different dating scenes within the community as well. Mm-hmm. And, but there's also difficulties dating yeah. in that community. Would you agree? And what are kind of been some of your experiences? Um, I think <clears throat> I have no idea how to navigate any sort of dating situation mm-hmm. at all. I'm not good at that. You have to catch me on a one-off thing situation to, you know what I mean? Because I feel like in the, I don't know. That's just me. I don't, I don't know how to, I don't know how to, I don't even know how to meet people to hang out with, period. Wait, what do um, you mean? I don't know how to meet like friends. You know what I mean? That's like a difficult thing in adulthood that I don't think people talk about. I'm not great at that. That is actually one topic that I do have listed out on as my, uh, as a, in a future podcast, you know, mm-hmm. uh, making friends as an adult, it is different. Yeah. Uh, I know. It's just, it's just awkward. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I say that to say, mm-hmm. I know that there, I have, I spent some time living in Atlanta 
and yes. you know, there's a lot of girls there. Everybody yes. doesn't know this. There's no secret, okay, everybody? Hey, ooh, there's no secret. There's no right. closet. So it's an open there's closet. There's no closet. It's an okay. open closet. It's a glass closet. So, so I was kind of getting my my training wheels came off, so to speak, when I moved to Atlanta, and I was just kind of like, I'm out here, you know, I'm about to learn that what there is about the gay world. Yes, and she popped and locked and da 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 da. -da. It's exactly what she did. You are taking me all the way through. <laughs> My ball. But seriously, and to mm -hmm. me, it's just like, it's the way I can best describe it is a hellhole. But, oh. but it reflects, it's, it's like this really bad reflection of like heteronormative relationship styles. Yes. You know, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. And um, I think there's just a better way for us as queer people to love each other and to yes. be, you know what I'm saying? The, the relationship styles and not even romantic, but just platonic yes. and being liberated as in our agencies and being liberated in our relationships. You know what I'm saying? I think that's a thing to honor and to think about. Like I said, I was, like you mentioned before, I was in an open relationship and that was like something I was... I'm, I was obviously open to, but yes. I had to, I had never done that before and I had to learn and my yeah. partner was very patient and we had a lot of growing mm -hmm. to do, you know what I'm saying? And to, so, and that just makes it more difficult when you encounter people who are kind of stuck in such rigid ways. You know, I was, okay, candidly, I was fucking this nigga and mm. I was at his house one day and we were just like, we weren't, we hadn't even fucked yet. We were just chilling, watching, rolling up, watching Netflix. Fenna roll up, fenna roll up. Fenna roll up, fenna roll up. And <laughs> he was like, yeah, I want kids one day. I was like, congratulations. Right. I never, like, I never want that for my life. And he's like, yeah, but this shit could, this shit couldn't happen. I was like, what you talking about? He was like, yeah, I would not, I wouldn't want my kids seeing me in the bed with another man. I was like, you see, this is why you couldn't be my nigga, first off. Like, ain't nothing wrong with what we're doing. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you're making the... So I'm like, you're in the bed with me now. So you think what we're doing is wrong, as, even as a gay dude. So you're letting the ideas of your hetero counterparts yes. influence your life. I'm like, we in your house. Like, right. this, is your, this is your house. Ain't nobody, ain't no cameras in here. Like, Ooh, you, you, and if you, can't, if you can't be yourself at home, you can't be yourself nowhere. Right, and that that's is why, very true. And mm -hmm. that's why you can't be with me. Because I'm securing myself, you know. And I mean? this house too small. And this house too small. <laughs> <laughs> you can actually take me home. <laughs> so. My bad, my bad. But so do you, but the thing with that is is that in him making his comment, was he uh, or what did he identify as? Was he bi? Was he bi curious? Was he just having fun? Was he you know, what was his story? Because this wasn't so, the main guy you were dating, correct? No, this was okay. a while ago. I think. Okay, yeah, yeah, but yeah. There's been there's been a, there's a long list. Um, yeah, <laughs> we all got long list, right? Amen. Mm -hmm. But um, he was. This was one of those situations in retrospect where I was fetishizing him, and he was getting something out of me in return. You know what I'm saying? Okay. 
he was kind of fulfilling this six foot five daddy oh. thing itch that I had. Okay. And I was just like this spring chicken. Oh, <laughs> the young spring chicken. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know. Yeah. So like even but, but like even the way we would have sex, it was kind of routine. Because okay. he ex- he wanted this one thing out of me, you know. What I mean? mm-hmm. Yeah, and I just got, I'm just like so sick of I'm so so so, so sick of doing that for men and mm-hmm. for that like you're saying that kind of instant gratification. It's like oh yeah, it's hot and you're sexy and I'm sexy and like right. sex is fun, but come on, it, it's it's it gets old. It's it gets and, so old, and then you just make a stupid remark like that, and right, like, and then I'm ready to go. <laughs> I'm where the Uber at. Go crank the car up. <laughs> you gotta put a start. <laughs> it it does get old, and you know. But there's so. Do you feel like being in that open relationship? Because now I I think people have them work a little differently. Now being mm-hmm. in that open relationship, was it a relationship that was between you, the main person we're talking to, and him, or was it you, the main person, and this was just somebody on the side? Okay, so. Because I'm not too, I'm not always, I'm not too sure. I'm a little old school, forgive me, to each his own, but I'm more of like just a monogamous kind of person. So I'm just naive or, you know, I don't want to sound ignorant, but I'm not sure 110% how they work. Well, like open relationships and polyamorous relationships can work in a number of different ways. Mm-hmm. But how it worked for my myself and my partner at the time, <clears throat> we were only dating each other for like oh a long time for probably about a year okay before either of us were had like found what we call a, another sweetie um okay you know what i'm saying um we were living in the same city mm-hmm. my partner they had a they had a little sweetie in philadelphia oh um and i had like one of my homies from college we would mess around from time to time so it was like like that and then on the like only like on like two occasions we messed around together with um somebody so it was just all communicated it was all open it was all very much how are you feeling about this like yes you, you know what i mean checking in and navigating insecurities and you know all of those types of things and being respectful of those and like still honoring people's freedom and understanding that like we don't want to see each other every day, but we still love each other. And da, 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 da. Um, so a lot of people think they're like, oh yeah, I broke up because you've started dating that other boy. I was like, no, that's not. No, right. his money wasn't right. Right. <laughs> let me stop, let me stop. I'll get somebody the bag, the, bag, the bag was too small, so I had to go. <laughs> um, he didn't no. have a money bag, he had a coin purse. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I'll be quick to get somebody in trouble. I like somebody to live back here and support everybody. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you got people coming for me. They're like, bitch, I know you was talking about me. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But um, no, that's essentially what broke me and my partner up about was not the fact that we were open. It was that there just wasn't a lot of emotional intelligence on, got it. on their part. I just okay. felt like that that part, that connection was lacking and was a huge strain for our interpersonal relationship. Mm-hmm. 
and I just needed to do some, so I need to be on my own and do some personal projects. I was pouring, pouring a lot into another individual and that pouring is as much into the right. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. But, um, yeah, so I would, I think ideally, I don't even know what ideally looks like, but I would want somebody sweet that could understand that I'm not going to want to see you. Or maybe even talk to you every day. You know what I mean? Wait, what? That's I'm, I'm sorry. My bad. That's I'm rephrase that. You know, I'm not okay. So let's say we're she's we're self, self-sufficient. She's self-sufficient. I just I'm I am an, I'm just a person. You know, I am yes. a human, mm-hmm. and I, I feel like everybody has their days, and sometimes it's like. I don't talk to my mama every day. I don't talk to my brother every day. I don't talk to my best friends every day. You still you want that I mean? independence, yes. I still feel like I. you need to understand that we are together, but you are. You are yourself. Yes. And we can be great and do great things together, but you can do equally great things by your damn self. Ooh. You know what I mean? And that's like no shade, but... Yes, I get it. There's this... There's this word or term it's called compersion and i think that's a big kerfuffle in a lot of relationships Mm -hmm. regardless if you're monogamous or not monogamous Mm -hmm. compersion is like it means to be happy for somebody else's happiness okay and you know it's like that's like you wouldn't think it's like a difficult thing but it is for some people you ever meet somebody or i've been in a situation oh this, this nigga I was dating that while I, while I was open with my last partner, he got very upset because I was happy to go celebrate a friend's birthday party. He yeah. got mad because you yes. go to your friend's birthday yes. party to celebrate? What? Yes. Yes, he said, I feel like you're not here for me. I feel like you're just here for your friends. I was like, what? I'm not having this conversation. Yeah. And, I left. <laughs> and I left. I left. I left because you can't it's you it's it's too self-centered you need some time alone right that's so. crazy i just think that you know within the lgbtqi plus community you know one that i didn't really understand too much was the open relationship because i would just be too jealous of one but why because you know i i i call me old school i just want you know my partner with me you know because I'm paranoid. I don't want them talking to anybody else. I don't. What, when I mean talking, and I don't want to sound too controlling, but I want them for myself. I don't want them to, you know, even if there were to be like a fun night where there's a three-way, I would be too paranoid that, because I ultimately feel, and I'll just come out and say it, that sometimes open relationships, somebody gets left out. And on top of that, that, um, you know, I just, you know, that's not true. See, I think what people, and I based off of experience, I just feel like certain people in the gay community are just messy. They will be married to somebody or in a committed relationship to somebody and they will just, you know, they may do stuff as partners on the side. But then again, there's that app that I can't stand and people, the, 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 the couples will get on that and they'll be hitting you up and, you know, gaslighting you up and stuff, making you feel like you're only one and stuff. But no, at home, they really, they, you go home at the end of the night and they're already home. 
you know, mm-hmm. with the person and they're waking up to somebody when you are just filling a quick void for them. I would just be too, par- I don't want that. Like, I just, I, I guess I'm just, it chalks up to me just being old school. And I've been in those situations to have a little fun with an extra person. And it's just never been as satisfying as me. Or, uh-huh. Excuse me. It's never been as satisfying for me. Uh-huh. And um, it's, I just feel dirty afterwards. Uh-huh. Well, well, the way I want to look at this, or, or the way I want to approach this, and the way that I sometimes approach it is that when I think about, let's think about our, our relationship, right? Mm-hmm. If I was to see, there there were times where I was, I felt like I came in late. Like, I felt like, damn, if I hadn't met you earlier, this, then, the third would have happened, or da-da-da-da-da would have happened. And I was mm-hmm. like, damn, you're so much closer to another one of our mutual friends than you are to me. You know what I'm saying? And I, that's like a real thought. That was, that's okay. like a real, you know, mm-hmm. in the past. But the, the, the reality of the situation is that our... Our relationship is no less meaningful. It's just different. It's not any higher. It's not first place, second place. Everybody's in the same in the same place. Everybody's every each relationship is just has its own dy- dynamic. It is the way you interact with one person is not how you're gonna interact with another person. That's mm-hmm. just chemistry. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And that and I don't. I feel like I I feel bad or I don't I don't want to be a disconnect for, from somebody that I love experience or experiencing love from another person because the way, you know what I'm saying, you can love, people need to be loved in various ways. There's different types of love languages. And yes. All these types of shits that you read about and I don't, I just don't feel like I can be and I don't want to be 100% of something for somebody because that that's that's like draining you know what i mean like i felt like if i had a partner that wanted me to be their everything i wouldn't be able to be with them because that is such an immense pressure it's like so I you need 50 50 i mean like if you feel like you need me to be your emotional rock and we've in and, and we have great sex great if you if there's like another person that you find that y'all have great stimulating scholarly conversations with but y'all also have great sex like that's beautiful why should i care that y'all are attracted to each other and y'all have a connection like why should i care about that i'm still getting mine over here but that's just me i don't know i i i I get where you're coming from and you know i think about parents parents you know if they got a few kids they always got a favorite now how you gonna say that (laughs) No one thinks their child's ugly. Let me stop. (laughs) Like, my bad. But I just, that's how how I think of it. Because even parents will be like, I love all my kids. I love them. But you know what? You know, but, and it's true. You know, and again, I'm not speaking for everybody because I don't want the trolls to come after me. But there's always, even if it's 2% more, there's always somebody that, get something a little more or you don't think you get you don't think you're getting a little more from somewhere else in the world Ooh. you don't think you're and it, that's real that's real my thing look my th- <laughs> that's that that extra two percent you're looking for that's in your paycheck baby you know they what they, that. they took it off for taxes this year Right. <laughs> they took my taxes and to repay my benefits when I was off during COVID, but that's neither here nor there. Um, um, 
But, okay, but and, we're, and we're not talking about a Trump check, honey. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I ain't talking about the Trump check, and I'll be paying the tax on that this year. And right. I claim it. But my thing is, is that in a, in every, like, again, everybody's different, but in, when you come in, I know you don't want kids and stuff like that, as you expressed earlier, but for me, I, I do want the kids, I do want the marriage, I do want the, you know, traditional, mm-hmm. tra- a, a little Send bit. Send me more. the invite, and I'll be drunk at your wedding, girl. Ooh, open bar, you already know. You're, <laughs> exactly. Cutting the rug. <laughs> <laughs> but you know and again that you are one of the um you you're part of the uh 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 what they call it the uh uh the the the, the groomsmen you uh-huh. one of the groomsmen you my sister Levante and yes. uh we we got a couple autos in there yes Levante uh, yeah you know the dream girls we the your dream. dream girls yes i'm giving very much dina down but um but (laughs) 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 but my thing is though is that you know i do want the the wedding the monogamous relationship the kids and stuff and um you know to do all that and i know that there are people in open relationships who have done that I'm just doing, based off of my uh, track record of talking to people or dating people mm-hmm. casually or seriously, it's just I have this paranoia mm-hmm. that is built up from dating within the gay community mm-hmm. and stuff that I've been through mentally that are just going to pop up in my head. You know, because going back to what I said earlier, there you know there are people where I'm like, you know, and even dating the person I'm dating now, I'm very much, and I can use the L word, with in love with um you know and the begin- we've had our trials and tribulations but i'm like is this person have a hidden agenda are they mm-hmm. are they fetishizing me are they you know whatever you know and we've been through that and i'm just like but in the same way you cast that invisible net for your for your partner right now who i'm like very happy for you like that's beautiful thank you you know because it's trust and it's faith yeah. and it's not it's not something that you can hold on to it's not something you can buy it's yeah. like just this feeling and it's to me it's the adverse feeling of that paranoia and you can flip it on its head at any time if you wanted to because i feel like i've had those same distrusting Mm -hmm. thoughts of my partner even when i did find them doing fucked up shit to me because i have intuition as well you know what i'm Mm -hmm. saying like that's that's real as well but i think I, I at moments I was like I don't I can't be paranoid right now like I actually have to trust them and then you love you know what I'm saying and then there's love there but I don't know I, I you can I think you can you can trust you trust more than multiple people now and I I'm not trying to convince you of anything yeah I, you know what I yeah, mean yeah I'm like just expressing myself. Absolutely. And it's um, an open discussion. It's no, yeah. you know, it's no tea, it's no shade, it's no pink lemonade, right? Right, right. It's actually just regular lemonade. It's regular lemonade, Beyonce. It's Beyonce. Beyonce. No, I, I, I totally agree. Um, you know, I, I again, I just feel like that's just what my experience and going back to the fetishizing, fantasizing and uh, maybe you know, sometimes dating the gay world, it wasn't, uh, cause I had to question myself for a little bit and I went through some times where 
I've tried to go on dates. I've been on the dating apps, the tenders and the bumbles and the POF before POF was trashy. And, uh, you know, I'm like, I've been on these dates and stuff. I'm like, you know, and people just, whether we weren't looking for the same thing or whether they were looking for one thing or whatever, it didn't go past one date. I was just very, uh, I, you know, would question myself. And I'm like, I know for me, I was, you know, and I went through a phase and I can talk about it now where I was more physically attracted to guys, but was worried that I was never really emotionally attached, but because I never had, I was never able to have that emotion with the guy because it never got past the physicalities of it. Yeah. And I thought, you know, I was more emotionally attached to a female, which I, I, you know, I was and, uh, and am, but Mm -hmm. I think getting that confused with, being a gay man and, you know, finding females empowering and stuff like that because the way that they carry themselves is just very attractive to us, uh-huh. uh, which is why we have like our divas and stuff like that, Madonna, Brittany, Janet, stuff like that. But, um, you know, and then I had to question myself, well, do I need to date somebody who is from trans from female to male? You know, because they are both embodying that. And then, you know, I was like, well, I don't know, that's a big question mark. And then uh, and then I considered myself asexual for a little bit because I was basically dead on the inside, but still horny. You know, like, uh-huh. yeah, I'll just be with the guy just to get me off. But, but you know, if somebody's, for me, if I were to go to a bar and there's a guy dancing on the bar, I'm not looking at the guy. If there was a girl dancing on the bar, she's getting my money. Yeah, you know, like I don't. It's just different. So it was just very a mind ball. Uh, it was just, it was just a mind battle that I had to go through. Yeah, and you know, so I've I've kind of been through that. But I think that was just kind of my difficulty dating within the gay world. And I think people, and just not just in the gay world, but in any world, have to be very upfront as to what it is looking <coughs> for, and on the same page, and not just be there just to get a free right. free meal or to get some drinks or to feel a void that they're looking for because people ultimately out here looking for something semi-serious, whether it be long-term mm-hmm. for a season or for a lifetime. Yeah. You know, don't be wasting anybody's time. And yeah, I, 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 I also, I, you know, people are like, oh, I'm, I'm long-term relationship oriented. I'm this, I'm looking for that. I'm, blah, blah, blah. Um, I'm, I'm not opposed to all of those things and you can, people create whatever they want for themselves and they manifest that as well but i think i'm in in just in the phase of experiencing people and i feel like if you're wanting to be around you're that's cool as long as we're able to be around each other you can stick around like and that could be 30 years go down the line Mm -hmm. 40 years that could be for until the next two months and then you're like actually i don't like this bitch right like i can't do her but I'm not, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think about time in a linear sense, the way I can tell some think, even think that like, damn, I'm going to have the same partner for 50 years or like 40 years. Like I, I, I honestly can't tell you. It's not, and I don't know if it's like a commit fear of commitment thing, but it's just like, I just don't know what I'm eating for breakfast tomorrow. I don't know. I didn't know, bless you. I didn't know what I was eating for dinner tonight, you know what I mean? Right. Like, until I just started cooking it. Then you got to taste that apple pie, right. And and so, until, right. And right. Until until the experience that's happening. And then I'm like, yes. okay, this can this is good for however long it can happen. And so, I'm I welcome it. But yes. so, I don't know. Right now, so 
right now you're just you're just kind of go with the flow, still doing your own thing. And then whatever I'm intentional. Comes on, comes on. Yeah. I'm intentional. Okay. Okay. I have oh, I, I have intentions. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm specific in in my in my intentions and what I what I seek from a partner. But okay. As far as the flow of who comes into my 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 atmosphere or my chemistry, like. I'm okay with that. Like anybody's welcome to pass through. Mm-hmm. If you don't have any, like you said, any fucked up intentions. Like right, no hidden agendas, no fucked up intentions. But I'm how things no free right. meals. Right. But you're not looking for no free meals. I'm not paying nobody car note. I'm not paying nobody's <laughs> cell phone bill. The deployment ain't that much in Florida. Listen, I'm gonna tell y'all okay. right now. Okay, you can go get a track phone from Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> that is the <laughs> for real. You can get. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why are you up here bothering me. Mm. <laughs> you better go to the library and use their free internet. Something. Okay, you better call your mama to come pick you up. <laughs> call your mama or Uber, Uber Right. Now I feel you. So, what is it uh, ultimately that you are looking for? You know, whether it's not, you know, and I know people's answers change as they age and they progress as a person. Right. Um, but what is it that you specifically are looking for right now? And as a man for color, and you can just keep it very general, yeah. you know, because I always like to tell people, and I, this is a quick uh, statistic that I was uh, reading on, uh, people our age are uh, I think it was 50, it was somewhere in the 50s, the mid 50s percentage of about 53 to 54% um, dating outside of their race. So people I think are just now in our age group are just more interested in just getting to know and love people. And they're going to go ahead and whether they accept that person in their culture later down the road and they get to, it's it's, it's all, I think millennials are just so up for a learning experience and stuff and something different. Um, you know, because you could have somebody who is who is Japanese or who is white or who is Jewish yeah. or who is yeah. Muslim later down the road that you just, you know, you love as a person and that you, you know, and they wonder about you. It works, you know. Yeah. What is it that, though, that you kind of are looking for right now? I'm just, I think that in, from anybody in any direction, from any walk of life, as long as I'm just looking for genuine connection mm-hmm. and like some 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 real intimacy because I I feel like I in the way that I've been kind of hurt I want to yes. but I, I have a lot to share I have a lot of love you know what I mean? mm-hmm. and I want to be able to give that to to people but I I I'm particular with it yes. and you know what I'm saying so. As long as it's genuine or if you're a genuine person and the flow is there, like that's it. Like like you said, it could be yeah. I don't care I don't really care what you look like, you know. Um, I do wanna be attracted to you if that's if we're talking about like a partner, like that's important. Yeah. There's gotta be a mutual attraction, but just as long as we can have intimacy and I can bear my soul and not feel like you're not feel patronized. Yes. Um that's all I care about because I'm an artist and everything I do is fucking expressive. So, um, okay, I can appreciate that. I like that. Okay, well, yeah. I think that uh, wraps everything up that we needed to preach or discuss about today. Did you have anything that you would like to add? Um, I just want to say, <clears throat> Chad, I'm so mm-hmm. proud of you. Thank you so much for having me on your show. Thank um, you. I look forward to 
listening to not this my episode but all your episodes to come and um you know follow me on instagram if you want to or don't um What what you know, can people are you I know that you mentioned earlier in the podcast that you were working on an album with the band it's what it sounds like because I did hear the pronoun of we. Um Oh yeah. Well I just have a few people that make music. Maybe there's dope somebody I'll get somebody to play some music on my but most is play some music on the on this little EP that I'm working on. For the most part you'll see um some visuals, you hear me rapping, you'll hear me singing. Okay. Um and I don't, I'm not, I, don't, I can't tell you when to look for that because it's all self-produced and I'm okay. not going to rush myself to release yeah. anything. Or it takes time. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, do you, because, you know, so you're working on the, you know, the performance part of yourself, uh, songwriting, rapping, uh, dancing, I know was a big thing for you. What is it also too, because here I am scrolling through Instagram and I saw, I'm like, what's this? You know, just looking, casually looking, I was like, what, 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 what? I was like, wait, wait. And I had to click on who it was. You were in a Virgin commercial. She makes commercials. She's a uh, she oh commercial. People grab, picking your fruit out, grabbing your water. What's going on? Yeah, I had them picking my foot out and shopping at the boutique. See, you know, I like that leopard. I like that leopard skin, not that lizard skin shit. What's the on Fiji? Um, huh? mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I told them I don't drink Fiji. I strictly drink Evian. Um, Ooh. So I'm kidding, but no, that was such a dope experience. Um, just it was kind of by I want I want to say it was by God that how I kind of got the opportunity mm-hmm. and. Um, Shout out to Vivian. Shout out to Blaze, to mm-hmm. the, the producer and the director. But um, yeah, I just did my thing. You know, it was really. I feel very comfortable in front of a camera. So I just, you know, for, in front of an audience. In front mm-hmm. of an audience, I just told them to put some Beyonce on, and that's how that went. Did you really? Yeah, I really did. Okay, I like that. I like. That. I can appreciate that. Yeah, just something to get you in the mood and take your mind off of right. you know what's going. Okay. What, what 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 Beyonce song was getting you? Um, I was having. I was part- playing all of B Day. All of B Day, yes. Throwback Beyonce, yes sir. Yeah, you know, it's a long it's a long day on set. I'm, 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 I'm doing too much. Now. I'm doing too much. I'm doing too much. <laughs> Chad, I gotta get out of here. But yes, absolutely. No, you good. Just let people know where they can find you, your art, and everything that you work on. Okay, you can follow me at. Monkfu, that's M-U-N-K-F-O-O on Instagram. Um, you can see all the random shit I post there. Singing, art, dancing. Commercials. Um, commercials, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Um, just everything will be there if you need to see an update from me. That's where it will be. Until other, until further notice, yeah. Absolutely. Thank you again so much for joining us today on the Soul of the Explorer podcast, yes, Jeremiah. It yes, was yes. a pleasure and an honor. Thank you so much. Pleasure so much, yes. Thank you. Oh, if you just want to plug in your random fact really quick. Okay. So one random fact about me is that I have an uncanny ability to throw things in the air and catch them in my mouth. Like, I did a bag of gummy bears once. So you're a juggler. No, like, you know, I mean, does that make me a juggler? 
Well, were you, if you throw stuff in the air and catch it with your mouth, maybe a dog. I take that back then. Bitch. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. You're coordinated. Uh, Hand, eye, mouth coordinated. Yeah, right. And that's how I still niggas. Ooh, by your hand, foot, and mouth, ho. What's good? Mm -hmm. What's good? All right. Well, thank you again so much for joining me today on the Solo The Explorer podcast. It was a pleasure. It was a pleasure. Peace, yeah. Till next time. <laughs> well, I probably should have warned you all in the beginning of the episode that it would have been a lot of banter and a lot of inside jokes. But either which way, thank you all so much for listening to this episode of Soul of the Explorer podcast. Till next time. Cue the music. They wearing their mask.